You're listening to The Mid-Twenties Crisis with me, Mark Shadbolt. And me, uh, Ben Pounce. Pounce yeah. yeah. Thanks. Welcome to The Mid-Twenties Crisis with uh, me, Mark Shadbolt, and Ben Pounce. Oh! But also... A guest! A guest! A special guest. Introduce yourself. Uh, Adrian. Adrian Booth. Adrian Booth. A special yeah. guest that announces himself as a special guest. I like that. Yeah, yeah. very special. <laughs> yeah. So the re- and the reason Adrian's here is because this week's theme is friends, isn't it? And you're my friend. Well, are we, Mark? I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Why? The amount of times you've abandoned me the last few weeks. Hardly call that friendship. Oh, that's true. The only reason Adi's here is because I've been He's really got not his been already. double booking with other friends. Yeah. And yes, I'm publicly shaming you on this podcast because that's how insulted I am. I mean, he's really weaponized the podcast to his own advantage. <laughs> well, it's good. I just need to give you some feedback straight away, Mark. You need to not look at Adi. You need to project your voice forward. I know you. You look like. Well, I wish to look, attack Adrian. You're looking into a lover's <laughs> he eyes. He wishes to defend himself. <laughs> Well, well, that's true. Okay, so yeah, well, th- this month's uh, no week's theme is is friendship. Friendship. So I've got a friend. ironically. <laughs> well, why? Well, why? He's already butting in. On <laughs> You're unprofessional. <laughs> so why do you think it's ironic? I'm joking. Just for the stuff I just said. Oh, okay, right. Well, the thing is, is well, the, the irony is, it's called friendship, but but only on from Ben's perspective, as far as I'm concerned, because I've brought a friend. Oh gosh. Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I was only told ten minutes ago it was about friendship because we had to crowbar Adrian into the podcast. Yeah. Mark desperately trying to reschedule his friends. No, this has been—he's a bad guy. I've this, heard. No, this has been long planned. Ben Ben's been scrabbling around. <laughs> There's been adverts on Gumtree. <laughs> a number of fates I've performed at to try and get people on board. It's all gone badly. I've got to—I confess. <laughs> Yeah, but do you, do you reckon uh, I'm your only friend? Definitely, almost certainly. I find it very difficult to maintain friendship. Is yeah, that, we're going to get deep really quickly. Do you think that's your fault or theirs? Mainly my fault, yeah. I think we we already covered... Do you remember on that bad episode that we did the back and forth on recorder versions? I still think that was good. When he was on when he was on his holling days. Well, I, you mentioned that when I, when I sometimes go out with people that I don't enjoy as much, I reckon other people are getting a really good deal out of <laughs> hanging out with me, and I'm getting a really bad deal by yeah. hanging out with them. So that's the problem. I think that's the problem. That's a real fundamental problem, because I think that a lot. You're superior to everyone. I'm not superior, just having a, they're having a better time well, than what, I am. Well, they're well, laughing more than you are. There we are. Well, that, that, the thing is, that's what's good about having a friend like AD, is you can sort of feel... Better than them at all times, but they don't mind. <laughs> know where you stand. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're a nice guy, aren't you? Uh, I, I, people tell me. You know what I was thinking is that we've got a lot of travelling stories, you and me, don't we? Yes. It's bit, and we're friends, as because we're, cause we're best mates, aren't we? We went travelling all... Yeah, don't say best mates in front of AD, it feels cruel. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, even what, more sidelined than I did before it, it, you double-booked. Am I your best friend, Adrian? Um, well, you weren't too double-booked, Mark. What, book double book okay, good. Ben distracted me by reminding me yet again to speak into the microphone I did really complex hand gestures but really aggressively across I hope you can hear the wind it threw, of it my... threw Mark off balance there it did yeah I didn't actually hear your response would you say no, I was I was mocking the double booking again. Oh well, keep coming back come on, you've got to, you've got to grow up, man. I know, I need to be a big boy. No, the, you know the problem is that yeah, I had to go schmoozing clients at work and things. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, you schmoozing it's, clients these days. Yeah, yeah, that's adult life. I mean, yeah, you have to do that. Um, yeah, so the reason I brought up traveling, yep. is because well, I, I know AD's got a story about when he was traveling across Africa, but first mm-hmm. I wanted to just remind you. Do you remember when you used to when we when we were traveling, me and Ben? 
when we were traveling across Europe and bored on long train journeys, I'd get you to summarize, not not summarize, and completely explain the plots of films from beginning <laughs> to end. I think you told me the whole of Star Wars <laughs> and then Pokemon Blue. You told me the entire narrative of both of those. I things. do remember that. <laughs> the whole uh, gameplay of Pokemon Blue. Because um, which I feel like a complete blindfolded, flawlessly, and yeah. still beat the Elite Four comfortably with a level 35 dugong. 35? That's weak no. for the Elite Four. <laughs> I like a challenge. Um, I do remember that. That's a peculiar relationship we had there. Why was? Why did I have to explain something to you? Why couldn't we have a normal back and forth conversation like these podcasts? I don't know. Well, they're not that natural, but like these podcasts. But I think it's because... They're it's, very natural. Because it's like natural. eight hour journeys. You can't just chat yeah. for eight hours but but also we we'd get hungry and then we'd just sort of we used to sit there and just think right what would i like to eat that was such a good game <laughs> or like what would i like it just turned into yeah, what would be like, your favorite thing to get <laughs> yeah i'd like to be in a really cold swimming pool and then yeah. there's always like a chicken tikka masala that appears on a on a on a raft next yeah. to you yeah. <laughs> but didn't you have a story about traveling with a guy in south africa i did yeah i was about to tell the mosquito story um, before we did the podcast. Unfortunately, Eddie's experienced the weird production of our Mark and I's life, so as soon as you sound like you're going to do a good story, we stop Everything the whole... Everything is interrupted. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. Get upstairs! <laughs> Get on the microphone! Shut up! Um, but yeah, the guy I met in South Africa was really funny. Um, we, he was a Romanian guy that I met when I was in Cape Town, and he met him on couch surfing, and uh, we went travelling, and we were like driving around in a car for a few weeks, and um, there was one evening when he woke up in the middle of the night, and he was like, there's a mosquito in here. And then I see him, he's turned the light on, he's in, the, in his bed, and then his like, eyes are darting around like a cat. You know, like a cat when mm. a cat sees like a bug and it's like this. <laughs> and then he was a smoker and he had a packet of cigarettes next to him. And the mosquito's on the wall. I like, imagine the wall is like right there and his bed's here. Um, obviously the, the listeners can't yeah. imagine <laughs> the, the wall is next to the his bed. The wall is next to his bed. <laughs> like all, that like all the walls and beds. Like all walls and beds. <laughs> so he gets the packet of cigarettes. Uh, he has his eye on the mosquito. He's like looking directly at it. The mosquito's looking at him, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the packet of cigarettes and then he throws it at the mosquito and then you just see the, the, the blood of the mosquito just splatter on the wall. Oh. And then he lies down and he says... Smoking kills. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing! <laughs> like, make it, it's like the, the, him and the mosquito were prepared for that moment. Fantastic! Absolutely loved it. He must one have the best, One of the best lines of all my, all my entire trip. Loved it. It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Smoking kills. Gold. It sounds completely like it was theatre. Like there was maybe there was just a blood pack that it was on just that <laughs> back of that thing. Staged the whole thing to impress that him you. and the mosquito had this deal or something. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> really staged. Yeah, it's really funny. I have a much more disgusting story along those lines. I haven't had dinner yet, so you know, be gentle. So once upon a time, I was in a particularly ropey uh, hostel room with Claude in. Mm. Uh, Gilly Tea? No. What's the like the more chilled one? Gilly Air. What's that? Which are chilled off Lomb- Lombok. Oh, in Indonesia. Yeah. Right. Um, um, Lombok. Uh, but anyway, I, I was I was sort of lay, we were sleeping and it was a, a very tranquil night and we had a nice time. We had a really bar- bargain deal in this hostel, and I, I was 
I thought, oh god, there's mosquitoes in here because I'm sort of getting itchy and stuff. And I thought, and I, I whipped up and I whipped the back of my neck. And I thought, oh yeah, got that one. I felt the blood splatter and I felt sort of dignified. <laughs> and then I sort of sleep, going drifting back to sleep again. And then I felt another thing on my neck. And I was like, I got it again. And I thought, oh god, that one is oh, I'm on an amazing roll. <laughs> and, and I could feel like there's way too much blood on the back on my fingers. Other people's blood. And then I was like, oh god, maybe this is more. Maybe there's not. It's maybe it's not mosquitoes. We turn the lights on, and under my pillow were all of these bed bugs, oh. and all like latched oh. to my. The, and so in this bed, fortunately, they were just under my pillow, so Claude hadn't noticed and, until I was like going mental. And then there were those enormous bed bugs that I was bursting on the back of my neck, and my whole back of my neck was covered in blood. That is hideous. Isn't that revolting? As, uh, yeah, I, I can't eat. My dinner today. Yeah, so that goes <laughs> for another week. I'm another week. Yeah. And then we all went and slept outside. Yeah, well, it's probably safer out it there. It was gross, but that's a little uh, disgusting story for you. How does that make you feel? Eating know. your breakfast, are you? <laughs> Cocoa pups, is it? <laughs> yes, yeah. I always take it for granted how amazing this country is. Um, nothing kills you. Nothing terrorists. kills you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm more, <laughs> I'm more afraid of mosquitoes and bugs than I am terrorists. Like it's well, they get you more often. They yeah. get you yeah, more often. There's a kill death ratio. Yeah, but where, so, where there's nice, can't die of being tepid. When people ask me what's my favourite country in the world, it's where everywhere I've been, it's always England. What about always. Ireland? You're Irish, aren't you? Yeah, but like blood traitor. It's boring. Don't call him blood traitor. <laughs> it's boring. Compared to London, like, don't say that. Oh, you're offend our right. Irish oh, contingent. Oh, sorry to offend the Irish, Irish fans. <laughs> I, I, I'm my dad's Irish. You know, I can say what I like. Speaking an Irish accent to prove it. <laughs> my dad's Irish. No, don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the first hate crimes happened. <laughs> sorry for doing a hate crime down a podcast. We didn't mean to. Well, uh, Mark, don't you have to do a disclaimer? I've promised your dad a disclaimer. Oh, sorry, so dad. Disclaimer. Right. Well, it's just a. I've called him a racist. <laughs> right on a on a. Previous podcast. What were you? Ben, you or your dad. I called dad a racist, right? Out but of nowhere. Like, it was a joke. Any part of the conversation, I just want to just slipped like, it in there. It was terrifying. I just want to absolutely clarify that that was. I just said it because it came into my head. It's not true. Dad's a lovely man. I he, think that was enough. But yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's not a racist. How many black friends does he have? Oh God, no. I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think one of his best mates... Don't answer the question! <laughs> Just make it even worse. Yeah, it's, it's true. You shouldn't have... Stop answering and move on! <laughs> Stop trying to think of the black friends he's probably had in his life. No, I'm sure he has. <laughs> I, I just, Enough. Yeah, okay. I just... <laughs> right. Stop adjusting and go. You know Ron Seal? Yes. No, no. no. What, what? Ron Seal... It does exactly what it says on the tin, right? But what it says on the tin... Sorry, I have no idea what Ron Seal is. Doesn't matter. Okay. Right? Ron Seal... <laughs> You're spoiling the joke. <laughs> you know Ron Seal... Like, you know that thing... Yeah, I know Ron Seal. Yeah. No, but you know that it does exactly what it says on the tin advert? The slogan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. But actually, I've noticed that that just mm. says... Ron Seal. Ron Seal, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Which on is, the tin. Which is to seal Ron. Ron. So it just seals Ron. Yeah, I don't know what Ron Seal does. Is, is it some sort of silicon product? No, it, it paints fences. Does it paint fences? Mm. So what it should say on the tin is paints fences. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, it says it does exactly what it says on the tin. But that is what it says on the tin. So it's a tautology. 
It's just like a sort of living paradox. It's going to turn inside out into terrifying a black hole. That would be a black hole. Anyway, marketing I, strategy. You know, you mentioned hole. just before that I need to do a disclaimer. Yeah, I ruined the disclaimer again by by you ruined it, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I need to do a, another disclaimer. You know, you remember last time I t- attacked my new housemate for getting locking himself in the house. Yeah, he's lovely. He's a really nice guy. Is he really? Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. Polar. I feel what bad. What about that poor fat man that you were horrible to on a football field and then called him a big fat lump and then hoped he got some sort of job to debilitating injury and then couldn't provide for his children? That wasn't. None of that's true. Except for I said I said one guy was fat, didn't I? No, I can't remember. Um, yeah. Well, that still happened. It's still the case. And you've brought it up again, is what's happening. So you're just not disclaiming that. No, I'm not. Well, yeah, because it happened in reality. Should, yeah, so he's a lovely man, though. He is lovely. Well, what is he? Not. Every, I can't just. It can't just be a podcast. Me saying everyone's lovely. <laughs> It'd be a nice podcast. Or, disclaimers. All I all I all I do is take things back on this podcast. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> just constantly me saying I didn't mean that. That was a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, right, but I've I've managed to seep into two other podcasts. Oh yeah, well Mark, this is this deserves its own sort of fanfare. We could get some trumpet. We can't get any trumpet. No, screw <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that'll do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I listened to a podcast, Adrian, about um, Dublin. Well, two people from Dublin. Mm-hmm. It's just a comedy podcast. Yeah. And I, I wrote into their podcast recently. They mentioned me. They re- re- they read out my whole letter. It was a question about. Uh, did what's you plug the, the podcast? I'm getting round okay, to that. I just I, I want it sort of <laughs> close to the bone, man. Come on. So uh, I, what I was I was asking a quite a nuanced question about like what are the main differences between Irish and British culture? Because I offended an Irish person once by saying, "Well, that's basically the same culture. We all like tea," and they were against it, right? But <laughs> and but I mean, my point was, I'd like to know from an Irish person's perspective, yes. like you know, what the differences are. Then at the bottom, I said. By the way, we've got our own podcast if you want to listen. Right, so they read the whole thing out. They said, this, this letter letters from Mark Shadbolt, blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. so sweet. They read the whole thing out. Oh, and he's got his own podcast. Oh, it, like, oh, I just need to click the link. Then the other guy started talking, then they forgot to mention our podcast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so that's a bit of a failure, but Mark Shadbolt, at least... I, you got your name out there. We my put name's that out in the there. tags, mm-hmm. so no worries. Well, but then yeah. I trumped myself within a week. Excellent. What did you do this time? I got on the Russell Brand podcast. You got what? Yeah. That's absolutely huge. Yeah, so I, I wrote... Under the skin, you've been interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he interviewed... An hour and a half interview on racism. On racism. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an expert. Because you're a racist and your dad's a racist. <laughs> Those things aren't true. Father and son racist team <laughs> against Russell Brand. It's no, a tag team fight. I wrote, what was it, this about? This is insane. That, well, yeah, I wrote, a, I wrote a letter to them, basically. Mm. It was sort of a as a follow-on joke, long story. But anyway, wow. they, they read out the letter and, the, and, the, and Matt Morgan, his co-host, goes, oh, it doesn't even say who it's from. And I'm like, oh, God, they're not going to know who the letter's <laughs> from. Because like, I knew it was from me because of the content of the letter. And yeah. he goes, oh, no, it is. It's from Mark Shadbolt. It goes like that. And I was like, oh, that's me. And then, and then Russell, and, and Russell just goes, oh, nice one, Shadbolt. Good on you. I love your name. And I was like, oh, yes. Russell Brand loves your name. <laughs> he does. So, so we absolutely smash him boy. But we failed because they didn't mention our podcast. Because oh, you didn't write it. it on there. I did, I think. That's the bit I did definitely do. What I thought, I mentioned it previously on this podcast, I thought I forgot to put my own name. I'm so pretty sure. your own name, but 
They you're may... so focused on getting your name out there instead of the podcast, well, Mark. The, the... I think it's very, very self-centered. <laughs> the thing is, I think at least they've got a link, both of those people, to the podcast. So they, you never know, they might listen and think, this is absolute genius. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to share this with we my Twitter. We should also be a bit aloof in these early days as well. Yes. Well, we Stuff you, brand. Own... No. Right. <laughs> We've started a feud there where it was unnecessary. We're still forming our own style and making ourselves brilliant. And it's going to be... Fantastic. Well, I feel like Adrian's ruining it, actually. I shouldn't right, have ruined it. Right, don't be so begrudging oh. of our lovely guest. He's our first guest, and we won't get any others if you're going to act like this. Oh. Oh. Uh, we've Wait. No, not oh. We're going to have a little break now. We'll have a little break. See you after the break. In a minute, minute, minute. Uh, I'd like to recommend that you go and check out Castor Ales, which is the brewery run by my lovely girlfriend's lovely father. Duncan Bessie's crafted a lovely craft beer from nothing it's jolly lovely hello and welcome back to this bit of podcast that we're doing with adrian booth special guest stars in the light don't only name him we're the more important mark it's mark on it as well and you (laughs) mark shadbolt and ben pouncet the most important key figures involved (laughs) if you looked at like a pyramid of the podcast (laughs) that's at the top (laughs) Uh, yeah, sorry, AD. Um, is it, we've always had a very adversarial friendship, haven't we? Always. That's like most of my friendships, Mark. But, so it's your problem. Good. Yeah. Uh, right. So I've got one thing I'd, I'd like to mention. Another friend you've both met called Michael Tandy. Oh, yes. Oh, Mike Tandy. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, he, he's he, so handy. Yeah. For something. <laughs> and he likes Shandy. Is it handsy? It's one he of those quite two, handsy. Do you reckon he's more handy than he is handsy? I would what? say he's equally as handsy. Hansy, mm. d- depends how what you want him for. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he sent me a message saying our podcast is objectively funny. Objectively funny. So that's fantastic. Yeah, and I like him. Someone else said they were laughing in the gym as well. So we've yeah. definitely made it. That it was, was Matt Emma. Land. Oh. No, shut up. It was Matt Land, who is Holly's lovely boyfriend, and he is a pilot, which means he is very intelligent. It means and, we're international and international because he's going all over the countries. Yeah, in the world. All right, Matt. And he dropped a. Great big load of gym equipment on himself. Oh, Shattered good. his collarbone laughing to us. Did he? Yeah, he hurt himself. Well, your, 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 podcast, your podcast has caused, caused physical harm. Grievous bodily harm. <laughs> Mark Shambolt, Ben Pouncing. Cracking one collarbone at a like time. like a warning before the podcast. Like, warning may cause bodily harm. <laughs> That's true, and we've got evidence. Good. <laughs> I, yeah, email us or text in or whatever. Text <laughs> Text us in on 855-99-10. No, don't we just let us know through... Uh, we're, we're the Mark and Ben on everything on all the social media. Let us know if you've ever been harmed by this podcast. <laughs> Or any other podcast. Have you decided it was going to be Mark and Ben instead of Ben and Mark? Because, because, ben because I'm more important. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Glad that was just... uh, no, because it's the, it's easier to go Mark and than Ben and because it scans better. Well, oh, was it just the N, not the and? Yeah. Mark yeah. and Ben. Oh, no, 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 it's not just an N. It's Mark mm. and Ben. But it's just better to say Ben and Mark. Will you stop uh, scrutinising uh, the sorry, sorry. entire I just, fabric? I just, I just think Ben and Mark sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we'll change everything. It's a huge branding change that's just come off the back of that comment. <laughs> Please hold tight. Right, sorry, but this I've oh why don't you why don't you launch a new feature? Well, I have a little bit, a little bit, which is. You could get by with a little help from your friends. Anyway, the feature is about <laughs> a little help from your friends. When have you found yourself in need and uh, your friend's been there? 
Uh, now, I have one. Oh, okay. I don't have anything for this. I think this is just Ben wants to tell a horrible <laughs> story. <laughs> well, I have a number. My favourite one of Mark's stories about Mark is... Mark had a lovely housewarming at his house one time. And it was a, it was a great bonanza of alcohol. <laughs> we chose to drink... Sainsbury's own whiskey, which yeah. was awful. Did you put a posh voice on to try and make that sound a bit Sainsbury's better? Sainsbury's own <laughs> finest ground, beautifully bleached whiskey. Yeah, it was awful, but I felt like I drank it quite well. You, in in direct opposite contrast, drank it very poorly. I was overexcited. You found yourself in a predicament. Yeah, you were there. I was there. It was a yeah, housewarming so. for the place in uh, near Old Street, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, I I drank way too much. I drank. I think more than half a bottle of whiskey. Oh, you had more than your fair share. That's for absolute definite. Way more. And I ended up hurling my guts out in the bath, didn't you, I? You, did, you, you vacated the toilet and then slumped over the bath and then just this awful sort of drool of whiskey <laughs> vomit proceeded from your mouth. And that's when you required my help. Yeah. I did not offer it. No, you didn't. I instead did other things. I had a long talk with your lovely friend Henry Preen. Very nice man. And I think you will have recognised him because he will be in the adverts that we're going to be doing, so don't worry about that. Oh, that's true. We have... You may have already... No, you won't have heard it. You'll probably hear it on the next break because we'll probably put something... So you're at the party throwing up and you're just sitting there talking to Henry. Yeah, it was really great. Just outside the door. Yeah. Just glancing every now and again. Just like, oh, yeah. Mark's still still doing that. But there was a point where I I was in there on my own and Ben sort of arrived. I I spent hours in there, right? And Ben (laughs) appeared sort of behind me as a shadow, like a Nelson Muntz figure, just going... (laughs) 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 Like, you're you're having a horrible time. And, And I remember Henry coming up and being like, Leave him alone, mate. <laughs> like, even, even though you're supposed to be my best chum, you just kicked me while I was down, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, too hard. And then I went downstairs and um, met your orthodontist friend. No, optometrist friend. Optometrist. A seal, that must a seal. be a seal. No, and the other one. There's another optometrist? With like 1,500 teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, that must be the, ortho- that must be the orthodontist because you're thinking of teeth. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Happened to me a few weeks ago. You know, I, I haven't drunk in like three weeks, but the last time it happened, so I was, I was, I was a digger. Oh, yeah. a knob he is. <laughs> digger Dave. Yeah, you know him, right? I know him sort of out of myth. He is <laughs> oh, he is fun. He is so much fun. So we had a night out in Shoreditch, Karen, my place, we drunk about an entire bottle of whiskey between us, like a lot of alcohol. And then we Drinking's went out. bad. I know, yeah. Don't drink, kids. Um, <laughs> we went out to Shoreditch, and uh, one, one second I remember we were in a hostel bar, and we're just talking to these Spanish girls and we're just having a good time. We did some shots. Next thing I'm in the toilet just throwing up everything. Sure, everything sure. that we drank the entire night. And then I just run out of the hostel bar and leave him with the girls. He's meant to be staring at mine that night because he's homeless. That's another story. <laughs> um, but he, he managed to freak out because he was like, where's my friend and I have nowhere to stay now. Um, and then there were some other friends of mine in Shoreditch who he met. And they all went on this like search party to try and find me. And they found me underneath that bridge. You know, like by, um, where is it? It's by, oh, what is it called? <clears throat> There's a club in Shoreditch. I forgot the name. Okay. But anyway. XOYO? Uh, no, it's like, Don't, let's I won't probably know leave the, the club. A bridge. Yeah. yeah. There's, they found me under a bridge in Shoreditch, basically, <laughs> throwing up, like in a, in a pool of my own vomit. And I'm still throwing up all this time, basically like losing a lot of weight from throwing up all, all this crap. Crikey. So Rapid weight I knew, loss. I knew David was a good friend when he brought me to the shop and he brought an entire loaf of bread. 
from the shop and started stuffing my mouth <laughs> with this bread. So you're some sort of awful, awful nauseous troll under <laughs> a bridge and then beautiful Digger Dave came and down like Angel Gabriel. This has never happened before. I've had to it like an entire loaf of bread just seemed to work like magic. You filled your entire body with entire, bread. Woke up the next day without a hangover. I felt pretty tired but did not feel hungover. It just wow. worked wonders. It might so, be the fact that you ejected all of the poison out of your body yeah, beforehand. <laughs> But still, it's it like managed to stomach. sum me up. And like the fact that Dave did that makes me think, you know, if he's you a good to bloke. This, Dave, thanks, you're a good friend. Good man. Mm. Yeah. Mark, you've had enough time to have a think. Uh, Too no. bad if you're going to fuck this up for yourself. <laughs> you said a naughty word. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything that's funny. Oh. Well, do you remember I went psychologically damaged when I was in Australia? Yes. And all I could think of is we'd, we'd Skype a lot, and that was like the highlight of my day. Oh, we'd, Skype, yeah. we'd Skype each other. Sometimes twice a it day. It was twice a day because we used to Skype each other in the mornings and the yeah. evenings so I had, of each other's days. Actually, I, I, yeah, so I, I sort of became mentally deranged, I think, because from being so far away from home, I got all depressed and anxious. And Ben lived in Hull, so obviously that's just really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hard to deal with. So Ben needed help too. So, but yeah, but we'd Skype every morning and night because, and but obviously it was opposite for us both. So I was yeah. baking hot, and Ben was in snow and things. <laughs> and you used to drink out of a vase, didn't you? I did. You used to drink out of a vast vase. <laughs> I was always very thirsty, and it was too far to the bathroom. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the pepper spray story? No. Did I ever tell you this? Oh my god. Yeah, I can't believe I've never told you this. This is another example where a friend has been there for me in one of my worst moments in my entire life. You're such a good quality Seriously. guest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the flatmate I told you about, the Italian-Moroccan girl. So we're, you know, we're just like having a chat in the kitchen, and she's like, um, I'll come for a cigarette with me. We'll go outside to have a cigarette, and um, it's quite dark, you know, it's like the middle of winter or something. And we go outside, and she, she's lighting up her cigarette, and she t- tells me to hold her keys, you know, because she has the keys to get back to the house. And it's quite dark and I see this thing on her key ring. I'm like, what the hell is this? It looks like a laser or something or something just quite interesting. And so I looked at this thing. I was like, what does this do? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. Point blank range. Point blank range. Pepper, this pepper spray. spray goes into my eyes. <laughs> and I just start screaming like I've never screamed in my life. I was just, I just went completely mad. And I run into the house. You know, she drags me back into the house. And I'm, I can't see a thing. I'm blinded completely. Oh I thought I've lost my sight. <laughs> and I go into, go into the kitchen. I start, you know, when you're in that much pain, imagine like, a razor, you know, razors to shave yourself mm. with. Imagine a razor that's like on flames, <laughs> that's on fire, and that's scraping against your eyes. Oh that's God. pepper spray. That's how bad it is. It was the most painful thing I've ever experienced. So I'm in the kitchen, just banging things and just like causing a mess and just smashing things and trying to. I don't know why I was doing that, just because I was in so much pain. <laughs> so she calls. Uh, she calls nine nine nine. She calls an ambulance for this. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> she calls the ambulance because she was freaking out as well. Because I'm freaking out and making a mess of the flat, and I'm just destroying everything. She's calling and the she... police, trying to get you arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an ambulance. Tasmanian like, devil. Tasmanian devil's been unleashed in my house. <laughs> you sure she didn't pepper spray you? Ah! <laughs> 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 So she goes to the ambulance, and then the, the ambulance people wanted want to know what um, what was going on. So it's like, oh my my friend got pepper spray in his eyes, and then yeah, the response was, uh, okay, we'll be there in two hours. <laughs> and that was like, oh, really? wow. <laughs> and uh, my yeah my my fellow told me that, and she's like, yeah, they'll be there in two eyes. hours. Yeah, and so I was like, two hours, fuck them. <laughs> and then she just hung up the phone, <laughs> and uh, she was nice enough to call an Uber, and she uh, she gets an Uber. The Uber comes in two minutes. God bless Uber, Uber amazing. Events. 
Ubulance. Sorry. That's like a weird bit of marketing you've got there. Uber. I love that. They won't thank you for it either because those Priuses blood stain very easily. That's true, yeah. So as Ubulances, they'll be bad. So we're in the car and then I'm, um, we're going towards the hospital and um, we get there and I'm still like in serious pain in the hospital and I'm still screaming. I'm like, oh my God, fuck, ah! Sorry for swearing, um, but I'm just in so much pain. Um, and then we get there, and now it's like 10 minutes into this whole debacle, and um, she starts speaking to the nurse, and the doctor's like, yeah, what can we do? Like, he's blinded, he can't see, he's freaking out. And uh, they said, you know, Pepper, yeah. as soon as she told them the story, you could just see the look of, or you could just hear, like, the judgment, like, oh, yeah. Pepper Spray, huh? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a wrong one. Yeah, he's a wrong one, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> you can just tell they didn't care because they either thought, oh. you know, I... Presumably there's no cure for Pepper Spray in the eyes. I no, feel like it should nothing. be just like yogurt or something. There's supposed to be like well, some no, beautiful I, natural no, cure. When I was in the, like when I was in the flat, my, I didn't know what to do, so I was putting water into my eyes and my flatmate gave me a litre of milk and said, just put that in your eyes. Yeah, milk, milk I'll be on. So I just started, I've never done this in my life, but pouring milk into my eyes. Why would you find cause to be pouring? Like <laughs> milk over your face, um, but yeah, it's so unusual. <laughs> so yeah, so we're in the we're in the hospital, and then I, you know, I'm just still a mess. And the doctor says it will probably be like an hour till you get seen. And you know, finally, after like 40 minutes, 45 minutes, we get seen. You know, an A and E. At this point, your eyes are like at this point, stubs. <laughs> at this point, I'm actually like okay. It's a bit of a stinging pain, but I can see again. I can actually see things. Mm. I feel that things are recovering. And then we go into the doctor's office, and um, he's like, uh, so tell me what happened." And I was like. Pepper spray in my eyes, and he was just like, "All right." So it's like <laughs> triple gives judgment. Guess it's triple night. judgment. I'm just being judged the entire time. <laughs> and I remember he asked me a question. I didn't really question the question until I left. But he asked me, um, "Oh, do you have any on your clothes?" And I was like, "No. Why would I have any on my clothes?" Like, what the hell? Yeah. Was it? it was only afterwards I realised he asked me that question because if it was somebody who attacked me with pepper spray, yeah. then they would do yeah all over the world. It wouldn't just like directly aim for your eyes. It would be all over the place. That so also are. shows how stupid you are for only getting it in your own eyes. <laughs> yeah, only unleashing this pepper spray directly. <laughs> no, you could have sprayed it one other place, like, oh, yeah, just on my shirt. Yeah. But, but you, you had to finish the job off, like, cleanly <laughs> to yourself. It was just the worst luck, because there was this tiny little little thing, and it was, like, right point blank that sounds in my Who has that just on the key rings? I feel like... A that's, really paranoid That's woman. too paranoid. I'm I mean, really paranoid. M. Shad's was pretty paranoid, but that's too paranoid. I thought it was illegal to carry that. You reckon it's an offensive weapon? I don't know, I thought it hurt. I mean, it should be, it's fucking painful it's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life but anyway I, I like to thank her for being there for me yeah she did a good job um, with the ubulance yeah, um, yeah fair play so yeah that's when a, a friend has been there for me at a time of great need that's a really yeah. good contribution Eddie yeah, yeah Mark, thank you anything I, really did, <laughs> I did my one but I've got, I've, I've got something to mention about my dog okay, okay. <laughs> yeah sorry far more important well it's not really about friends but more about mates dog friends my, my dog she's She's a lovely dog, isn't she? She's a nice called, dog. She's called Daisy. Lovely colouring. Shout out to Daisy. And um, <laughs> and uh, I was just thinking, no, she's so, she's anxious sometimes, you know. She gets scared and she looks over her own shoulders quite a lot. Yeah, she, she glances a lot. Oh! But I th- I thought maybe she's a bit nervous because she's never got any. Got oh, any? Oh God, what is this? <laughs> she's a virgin dog. You pimp? You just some sort of weird dog pimping show. <laughs> I don't want to pimp right. her out. I'm just. It was just a theory. I thought, imagine living in the life of a nun against your own will. No, no, no. This can't be happening again. We had to collar you on the old turtle rape <laughs> issue, and now you're doing this. So why You're out of control. Why, why has she never been laid? Right, no, that's not the question that's to be asked at this point. Not no. why. No, no but what's It's just a dog. Right? It doesn't need to be laid. But uh, surely they, if, uh, as a human, 
It's got right. a human right. woman or man that's or never man. that's never done the dirty, done it. <laughs> right? There's never been there. Yes. So can you elaborate? I'm not sure what you mean by yeah. Done it. Be far more specific. <laughs> done coitus. Like known each other biblically. <laughs> well, because it's you're off like, topic and you're endorsing well, dog she, prostitution. I'm not, <laughs> two two of the things that came up in the last marketing <laughs> meeting that we said we were going to steer well clear of. I'm not endorsing dog prostitution. I'm simply mentioning. I went to a dog prostitution thing once. I did. I went there. My dogs had puppies. You know what you do? Uh, you go to a farm and say, "Yeah, I'll have that prostitute." And then the poor old boy dog does the poor old girl dog. And that's just what happens. What? And he gives some old man £150 in a field, and then that's just what happens. And he, then He's a pimp. A do you know pimp. what's even worse? Is I, th- I went with my dad, and I thought, I am absolutely not taking any part of this, and I went and stood near a bush, like, <laughs> nope, not doing this. And my poor old dad had to hold, hold the dog, no, hold the bitch while the dog did the dirty business. Otherwise, apparently, because dogs are so badly bred, they've got... Horrible poisonous knobs with great oh. big barbed guys on the back of them, so it might hurt the bitch if it comes out too quick. So my dad, I remember looking at him, being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is happening to you!" And he was, he was sort of sat, crouched, like, "I can't believe what is happening here. The, do- the dog's being shagged, and I'm having uh, to just rate, stand rate. here." It was absolutely hilarious. That is. Horrible. <laughs> it was lovely though, because then we got that other dog that is mine as well. Yeah, but that poor bitch. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. Well, well apparently Mark's advocating that for his own poor little dog. I am not. I would. He loves it. I would like to clarify that. I was simply mentioning. Isn't it weird? Sorry, Dad. <laughs> isn't it weird that we give most of our dogs celibate lives or pets? I mean, yeah. cats. I guess they do what they want, but dogs. If unless you go and force them to go and have sex, they don't. I just mm. think that's weird. Is it because they're naturally not horny animals? No, they they are. They just just live inside a house with humans and they're not allowed to have sex with the humans, definitely. Mm. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. There's that man that had sex with a Toyota Corolla, though. That was confusing. But then how do you explain explain rabbits? Because rabbits will will, will just fuck your leg. Yeah, they love that. (laughs) Yeah, but no, but so will dogs, but they're not going to reproduce, are they? Yeah, but I've had a rabbit. You're not going to have half I've had a rabbit. The rabbit would not stop pumping my leg. How big is the rabbit? <laughs> Your whole leg? <laughs> the bottom half of my leg. It would not stop, you know, day in, day out. What, I'm not why sure, didn't you do I'm anything? Not, I'm not sure if it's just, just my leg. <laughs> Please, I need some sleep. <laughs> but that uh, one of the for a reason. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit's name was Fluffy. <laughs> ah, it feels worse. Typical. Oh, I was going to make a joke about Snoop Dogg being a pimp. That's a bad joke, but. Right, we're going to end on that bad joke. (laughs) (laughs) Right, see you after these few corporate messages from the corporate world. Toodaloopski. Go for a delicious uh, Yorkshire burrito at the Street Food Union on Rupert Street Market in Soho. It's delicious, I've had it. My mate Henry runs it. They're yummy. Go. Welcome back to Mid-20s Crisis. We're talking friendship. That's quite nice. I quite like that as a little intro. We are, aren't we? Um, how would you like to transition into this next bit of speech? Well, I wanted to talk about my woman with a 90 degree hunch I saw. Well, let's have a little transgression into that. It's just, you know, sometimes you see people with a hunch and they're hunched over. They look like a walking stick 
but without a walking stick. <laughs> like a human walking stick. Oh, I this... feel sad for them. I'm really worried about my posture at the moment. And I watched a YouTube video, and this man kept telling me I had nerd neck. <laughs> it was really bugging me. Or from craning into your screen. Yeah, nerd necking into my screen and into my uh, desktop screen. It's bad news, nerd neck. Everything I know about posture I've learned from Prince Charles. Which is? Fold your hands behind your back. And just stand at all straight. times. And, what if I need to type? No. No typing. No. Put your keyboard back. Get, get your butler to do it. I think is his <laughs> advice. Hmm. I'm no, not but sure how universally useful that is. No, but at least at least if you think, oh, okay, I need to do a straight back. It's a good way. You can feel the whole back yeah, straight up when you do it. It's good. Why did Prince Charles tell you that? Were you just on a night out with him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've gone into the upper echelons since oh. since last since being time. on Russell Brand's shout out. Yeah. you're now <laughs> part, taking tea part with of the elite, Prince Philip. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. I'm, I'm, you're jealous that you're in the lower echelon. So, so we're hanging on us now. So yeah. in a way, you are the special guest. Right, I'm the Mark's, special guest. Mark's even taking <laughs> the special guest crown. Uh, and also, I, j- I just briefly wanted to mention that I uh, went on the Waterloo and City line. Well, that is so boring. I've already vetoed that oh. from the... And what is the point of this story? Well, it's cool, isn't it? It's not cool. It's just a random it's tube a, station. No, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I do love the water loop. Right, line. so I'm being ganged up on. No, no yeah, ridiculous. It, it is a good line. There's two stops. What do you mean it's exactly a good line? Exactly where you're yeah. going. Yes, ex- if you, you get to the point. If but you get a, on a water succinct. loop, you know where you're getting off. You, you are going. going. City, you are you going. know where you're getting off. You know you're getting off at Waterloo. Plus, that's just nice to know. They've got a map. You know, like on the Victoria line, it shows you all the places you stop. It shows Waterloo and Bank. Yeah. It's like, I know. Yeah. I'm at, you're, only, you're at the other one. Yeah. It's, 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 There's yeah. no messing about with the wall in City Line. Yeah, I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. Good. Stuff you, P. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's a weird thing to get ganged up on. I do all the topics we could have done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, to be honest, I'm going to count my blessings at this point. Have you got any interesting stories about when you've made friends with people? On the tube? Or at, in nightclubs, for example? <laughs> I have a weird one that I didn't realise I was making as much of a friend as I actually was. So, in, when I lived in Melbourne, in in Australia, oh, yeah. um, shout out Australia. I went on a a really good night out in South Yarra. Shout out South Yarra. Um, I can't remember the club name, which would ring good, but it wasn't that one that everyone talks about. So it's a bad point it of reference. Wasn't Revolution. It wasn't Revolution. No Revolver. Revolver. Oops, Shadz has got it. Um, but I was having a really nice conversation with this guy and we were having a good time and without really thinking about it, I gave him my telephone number <laughs> thinking we'd be friends. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, cool, he's, he's my good friend. He's my good friend. And then he started sending me weird text messages. Yeah. Which had illicit content. Got to be honest. What, he went straight in. Not the... straight in. Not straight in. He was a gentleman. He's a gentleman. I wouldn't have been friends with him otherwise. For example, what have you got in your trousers? Can I see it? <laughs> for example, he was even writing me around for parties right. around his house right. mm-hmm. on that night, Normal. and I was baffled because I thought I was pretty clear about you know me and my girlfriend that was sat next to me, and I was being his friend. I had too much to drink to be honest, but I, I thought a flattery, and then b why does he think I'm so easy? <laughs> so you felt insulted and yeah. battered at the same time <laughs> well yeah but I mean I'm not a hussy why did you give him your number though oh, I don't know it's just I just thing f- to do when you meet someone on a night out I've never given him, Evan, I've never done that but it's charming I isn't have, it it's friendly yeah, you meet, I mean it's, it's I'm different these days because when you're at uni and you meet someone on a night out you, you you fall into the trap of thinking oh I've made a new friend 
But as you get older, you realise this is just fake. This it's all get, lies, isn't it's it? It's all lies. You know, no one cares. They're just drunk. I'm sorry to get too dark on this podcast. No, let's get really <laughs> dark now. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we do go dark. Once isn't Ben it? crucified someone. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. As, as I get older, I realise, you know, this person is just talking bullshit. They don't and want to hang out with everyone me. Everyone just lies and no everyone one's actually interested. I don't know. No lie. one actually gives a shit about you. No. You need to, you need to remember that. Nobody... Well pretends to like everyone just vaguely looks at each other and pretends they're having a good time we just all (laughs) pathetically munch our awful way to non-existence I uh, once when I was in Revolver in in, in Melbourne I I met this person in, in the in the in, in it's a club right I met mm-hmm. someone there but like I was I was just chatting to them I was with a group of people and, and they were they said they were a massage therapist right. and I was like oh it's weird like some massage therapists that like people are constantly asking to get a happy ending yeah. and she was like yeah yeah I do that right and and, and so I, that's a prostitute yeah <laughs> well that's what that's what went through my mind is that <laughs> oh okay and I was like oh isn't that a bit weird she's like no you get loads more money and uh, I, and, I, and cost effective but I felt really. I had taken aback by that. I didn't know how to react because I'd really gone in with the energy of like how ridiculous are those people. <laughs> and then she said she's done it. So. Oh, oh, well, I mean that's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, no, I meant it in a good way. Yeah. Oh yeah, love those, <laughs> love those guys. I had a massage this week. Did you do what? Really? Did you have what? What? In what way? What? How did you wrangle that? I hurt my back, so I went for a oh, massage. Poor old guy. What have you been oh doing? God. Been trying your hardest. Brick bricklaying, manual job, anything useful? I think it's I think it's from running. Running, you're running badly, like a chimpanzee across the floor. Yeah, all fours. Well, I, I don't up trees. I don't know, Ben. Well, what have yeah. you done to yourself, you little chicken? You it's, it's better now. Did you actually go to a, a chiropractor? Is that what they call them? No, just to, just to a normal massage place. Oh, okay, it's right next was to my it, work. Was it called something like? Rapey in or something. <laughs> happy <it>? endings. <laughs> no, it was called. Stick it up your chuff. Why does everyone think massage means happy endings? I wonder. Because we're because it must. And ha- that's what we think about. It must happen one percent maximum of of massages. You've never had a good amount of massages across <laughs> Thailand to be like, no, thank you. And they go, ah, oh, twenty-five baht. Like, no, I'm good. It was a Thai fifty p. It was a Thai place I went to, but they didn't offer anything like that. There was a time, maybe you're too ugly. Probably. <laughs> they want to touch your horrible hooked penis. <laughs> I don't have a hooked penis. I'd like to clarify that, and I don't I want any more penis. Disclaimer: No hooked penises. <laughs> there was a few years ago when I was I was walking down the strand, and it were, uh, my back just gave away. I actually like fell down onto the ground because my back was in so much pain. Gosh, had to get a taxi home. I was in so much pain. I couldn't move. It was so bad. <clears throat> had to see a chiropractor the next day, and he wanked you off. It was a she. <laughs> <laughs> it was a she. But I kept going back to her like, every every you know, week or so uh, to, to sort out my back. And she always used to get me to strip down on my boxes. Right. And things got really uncomfortable because, you know, you have that thing. I think we were talking about this before. When, An like, erection. You, you meet a, a woman for the, for the first time ah. and you just decide yes or no. Right. You know that feeling? Well, like, we, we, both yes, are, would. we both already no. said that no, we don't have that <laughs> no. feeling. But maybe some listeners will identify. I think other listeners will identify. Every man has this yes or no. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> only 33% of the people in this room do. <laughs> Carry on. So, anyway, uh, um, when I first met her, I was like, no, but that's a good thing. So, I'm not going to get an erection during my massage. It's Definitely be awkward. Not. Definitely. Absolutely. It must be a big brute. Don't, I exactly. think big is probably an overstatement. Oh, exactly. Don't no, just mean. Bl- but the problem oh. is, I got to know her. Oh, okay. Yeah, and things got really annoying because I started to get quite you fell aroused for by the massage. Mm, and sometimes I'll be on my on my stomach, and then I'd realise, oh, I'm actually getting quite hard now. This is actually quite embarrassing. You're turning into I, a tent. I, I hope she doesn't get me to turn over. 
And there was one time, I think it was like the last meeting. Do you I live had. in like a pornography <laughs> film? Because this is absurd. The last meeting I had with her, um, I was like, okay, please don't, please don't let her see us. Please don't let her see us. Please don't let her see us. She's like, uh, you can turn over now. And I was like, fuck, think of something really disgusting. Margaret Thatcher naked, go. <laughs> and it just. It, How did that work? It seemed to work quite it well once harder. I forced it. Once I was you know, really concentrated. Once you really concentrate, you can really get an erection down. And it seemed to work okay. So I only went down to a semi. <laughs> Public service announcement. And eventually it was just and down to a semi. I was like, okay, maybe she just thinks this is my normal size. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that's, that's all she thinks. Um, but then I turned around. And then she's like massaging my, my arms and the, my shoulders and all that stuff. This is a weird then, back massage you're then, getting here. And then, well, she's doing it all over. And then I... Um, I <laughs> I get I get up and I re- and she gets me to turn over again and I realise that my test school has been hanging out <laughs> this entire time. So the and semi is the least of your issues. The semi is the least of my issues because my my ball is literally hanging out of the <laughs> of my boxes and I realise that and I think she I did you I, correct or did you just go with it? Like, I, yeah. I I wanted to. It was really awkward. So I I did. I, I wanted to pretend that she hadn't seen it. <laughs> and I think she was. She wanted to pretend that I hadn't seen it, so there was no awkwardness. But at this point, we both looked at each other and we both realised we had both seen it. We were both <laughs> pretending that we hadn't seen it. And then I never saw her again. Oh, good. Okay. What, so you just stopped going? You thought, right, I'm going to live with a broken back. I can't go back now, can I? <laughs> Tuck yourself back in, put your trousers on, put your shirt on and leave. And get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, that, I, once I had to go to the doctor for anal reasons. Uh, right. You could have just stopped it. Not reasons. Reasons would have done, but re- reasons to do with my bottom. No, because it's like oh, basically there was blood where I didn't want it. Right, right doesn't it's still matter. happening though. Well, it doesn't matter because oh. it's important to the story. Because she was like, I, I was thinking, I've only just got over Ben's bed bug story now. I can't <laughs> eat for another month. But I was, I was thinking, right? Well, she's probably going to have to have a look up there to see what's going on, right? So we have to be quite graphic. But that was it. So, but when she said it, she got really awkward about it she was like I'm going to have to look up your look up <laughs> and, I, and I was like I'm you're a doctor you're dirty, your dirty yeah. dog you know I'm going to have to do you up the uh, I'm going to have to look up your chuffer chuffer I'm going to have to make eye contact with that brown turtle down there don't worry about it don't worry about it just uh, look at me look at me but I was I, I was I was like yeah fine do you go, go for it doc and, but, go like, for it go do you try to make it sound so casual yeah doc whatever yeah, love it love it that's Woo-hoo. the thing so I didn't understand why I'd assumed the position of the person who's got to be relaxed about it so you were you tried to be chilled to try and calm her back <laughs> yeah. she was sort of edging away and sort of darting her eyes around like although I so couldn't say positions at this point I found it different, difficult to say like faeces or excrement though because like when I go to the toilet when I'm doing and when, when I'm doing a poo when right I've got to say poo and then she found it difficult to come back down to poo so like she was like when you're yeah, when, when you're, you're using excreting the, yeah, when like, you're doing the, the old poo job when you're doing the poo job <laughs> and she wasn't happy with saying the word poo but I made her say poo and I made her put her finger in my mouth. word in that scenario? No one wants to say extra. I don't like, I don't yeah. like saying the word. It makes me sound childish. Poo. Oh. I, I, yeah, what I do you say? I say feces, excrement. What? I say, yes, all the time. What? All, this what, is I'm, the most shocking part of the podcast. <laughs> I, think, I think we should leave on that bombshell. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, so well, maybe just write in, what do you call poo? Do you call it poo? No, no, you're, now you're writing. biasing them. Because now, what do you call the stuff that comes out of your ass? Yeah, don't, no, don't, 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 this is uh, the worst writing we've ever had. Don't bias them by saying the word that you want them to choose, that's which true. you just did. Plop. Right, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with probably, well, let's, do, let's do music next week. We've, sure. been, we've been promising it for a while. I love it. Adrian will not be back. <laughs> that is for absolutely sure. <laughs> Thanks. Toodaloo. Bye. Say bye. Bye forever. You need to say sweet week because that's the whole oh, yeah, jam. True. Sweet week. 
Thank you very much for joining. Right, you spoke right over me. No, I was, just, I was just grumbling. It's been lovely having you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. This has been Mark and Ben on the mid twenties crisis. Oh yeah, me, me as well. Yeah, great. Good contribution. <laughs>